And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. And joining us today, BASF Plant Health Technical Marketing Manager Kim Tudor is with us. Kim, great to have you on the program today. How are you? Hi, Jesse. I am well. Uh, thankful for the opportunity to be here. Hope you are. Well, I am thankful that you made the time for us as well, and uh, I'm doing well. Appreciate it. Let's let's dive in. We're talking corn disease, and you know it's something that uh, this time of year, I, I think we always talk a lot about scouting and how important that is once we're into the heart of the growing season. But I know sometimes scouting is not always enough when it comes to getting out into our fields. So talk just a little bit about you know, the importance of scouting, but also maybe how that's not always enough here, especially when we start to see diseases in our fields, Kim. Sure. So scouting is critical, right? And in particular, you know, when I, I put on my crop consultant or my agronomist hat, you know, scouting for weeds is one thing. You see the weed, you identify the weed. Okay, I need to select the appropriate herbicide to kill that weed. But with diseases, it's a little bit more complicated than that. And that's really because of this idea of a latent period. So all diseases have a latent period. And this latent period is the time between initial infection and reproduction. And every disease has a different latent period. For example, if we're talking about um, frog eye leaf spot and soybeans, it's 7 to 10 days. Similarly, for southern rust and corn, it's 7 to 10 days. Um, or uh, the infamous tar spot that I know is top of mind for a lot of growers um, this season as well as in seasons past actually has a really long latent period, anywhere from 14 to 20 days. So that's 14 to 20 days um, that that disease can be inside the plants within the field, wreaking havoc, producing toxins, reducing photosynthetic capability, and ultimately reducing yield before we ever even see a lesion or a symptom with our own naked eye. Uh, talk to me a little bit uh, as well. Uh, you know, you mentioned some of these diseases, and I have to think that, you know, as we get into the key pollination time frame here for corn growers, you know, depending on their location, maybe they're dry, maybe they've had some rain. What are you seeing and hearing uh, about maybe some certain disease pressures across the country? Is there one thing that stands out more than another here this growing season? What are you hearing across the country, Kim? So talking about corn specifically, uh, two diseases that I think are probably most top of mind and I've heard the most chatter about um, over the last couple weeks uh, is southern rust. Um, so that started showing up in the south several weeks ago uh, and is slowly making its way northward um, and is definitely causing some issues this season. Um, but the one that, that really is, is making a lot of noise is that of tar spot. So it's already been documented. Um, I believe I heard yesterday they found it up in Wisconsin. Um, you know, and tar spot's one of those diseases, it's very different from southern rust. You know, southern rust generally blows in from the south and makes its way northward. Tar spot overwinters in um, the soil and, in, and with corn residue. And in addition to overwintering, it can also blow in from surrounding areas. So it's one of those diseases where if you've had tar spot in the past or, or your neighbor's field or, you know, the surrounding counties have had it, it's going to make its way in. It is a very um, opportunistic disease uh, and really takes advantage um, of the fact that, that if it's been there before, you can trust 
it's going to come back with a vengeance again the following year. Now, I think as well, if we start to see some of these diseases pop up in our cornfield, obviously we are we are looking at tight margins this year. We're, we're looking for the best ROI on our crops, looking at our cornfields this year. If we start to see these diseases pop up, what are some things we need to remember to try and mitigate the effect uh, that disease is going to have on our corn crop this year, Kim? I would say first and foremost, growers know their fields best. They know their fields better than anybody else, right? So it's important, you know, as you're planning your season, as you're going throughout your season as a grower, stay in touch with your consultant, stay in touch with your retailer, take into consideration your field history and your production history. You know, did you have this is you know, a particular disease in the past? Did you have tar spot last year? Have you heard um, noise from your neighbors that they're starting to see it pop up in theirs? And then it, it's really important to have those planned um, preventative fungicide applications in place. You know, it, retailers, aerial applicators, everybody gets busy, and, and this year is no exception. And so having that conversation early, getting that product, uh, that fungicide product booked, and going ahead and planning those applications, I feel like are going to be going to be critical. With regard to your, your portion of the question about return on investment, you know, I feel like in, in years past, fungicide applications, you know, it's typically one of the last, if not the last, passes or trips across the field, right? And it's very easy to say, well, I've already invested X amount of money, you know, in this crop this season. I don't think I want to spend any more money. But with some of these more costly um, and, and, quite frankly, atrocious diseases like tar spot, you know, we're, we've seen, uh, last year was no exception, yield losses anywhere of, of 50 bushels an acre or more if you're not treating that corn crop with um, a, a plant health fungicide product. And so if you take, you know, 50 bushels an acre, let's just say for ease of numbers, let's say you've booked your corn just for ease of calculation, $7 a bushel, you know, that's. $350 an acre that you could potentially lose. So by and large, these fungicide applications truly do pay for themselves. Well, fantastic thoughts to consider. Kim, any other final thoughts you want to share with us before we run out of time today? No, just uh, encourage folks, have those conversations early. Um, don't wait to be reactive. It's really important to be proactive. And I would also just encourage anybody that's listening, you know, let's say you're potentially in a, in a drier environment or in, in an environment in which you don't have a really high disease pressure. Just remember that when you utilize a BASF plant health product, there are other benefits that come along with that fungicide application other than disease control. And that's improved growth efficiency as well as environmental stress mitigation. Well, I know as well if folks need advice, they need help, they have questions, they can reach out to their local BASF representative. With that, BASF Plant Health Technical Marketing Manager, Kim Tudor, appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week. Thanks, Jesse. Same to you. And again, that is Kim Tudor with BASF joining us here today on American Ag Today. Great to catch up with her and have a conversation about some of those diseases that you can't see with your naked eye, especially in your cornfield. Something to keep in mind here as we go through the growing season and get into the key pollination time here for corn. That's going to do it for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day.